to Hammered in Helios, a 5th edition spirited Dungeons & Dragons homebrew campaign. During each session, our cast not only tries to survive the cruel Dungeon Master's plans, but also reviews a delicious bottle of liquor. Remember, whether you're adventuring through a fantasy world or just listening to ours, please drink responsibly. This is uh, Garrett Carty, and I play Ignath Redjaw, your Orc Ranger Monster Slayer, and I'm level 8 right now. Um, and this week, we will be drinking Diplomatico Reserva Exclusiva. This is a, uh, a Venezuelan rum, and this is a personal favorite of mine that I do like to buy and use um, in cocktailing a lot. Diplomatico is a family-owned, independent Venezuelan uh, distillery, which is quite cool. Really, what I really liked about kind of this distillery, just reading a little bit more about it, is that they are family-owned, but they do have um, a focus on sustainability, which is also like a cool thing that they've been trying to just cut back on what they're doing. Otherwise, I'd say there's not anything like super exciting about like what they do, but they do make a fantastic product. Um, This bottle is kind of shaded green and... I don't know if this is true, but I've had a friend of mine in the industry tell me that they do this because there's inconsistencies in their coloration. Yeah, we talked about that episode one. Yeah, I think so. And this is what we were talking about um, is that they just want to make sure that they can like people don't have to worry about it. But it is like a fantastic rum and it's also like not very expensive. Rum across the board isn't, but I feel like for a product this good, it's uh, it's super great that they're, you know – making something this fantastic for such a good price point. How much did this bottle cost? I want to say it's 30 or $40. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, yeah. a, that's a steal. How, uh, how long is it aged for? Um, I actually don't know if it has an age statement. It's one of those things I probably should have looked at, right? Before this all started. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Heading down the... <laughs> it's kind of the whole, the whole point is you, you tell us things about, <laughs> about it. I just don't really think of rum as something that's aged. I know it is. Up to 12 years. Up to 12 Up years. Up to 12 years. Yeah. So like six months. Six months, yeah. <laughs> if it gets to 12 years, they say, get that out of here. Get it out. Get it out. Sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's Diplomatico Reserva Exclusiva. I would definitely suggest anybody go buy this product. It's easily something you should have for your liquor cabinet if you're looking for something that's easy to drink straight or mixed mm-hmm. now for uh tasting what does, and, uh, yeah. what does score. it taste like definitely get those i mean it's it's almost like a whiskey like yeah. it kind of tastes like a whiskey like you have this like toffee-ish you have this like orange on the nose which is nice um i mean yeah it is kind of funny how like not rum tasting it is well, maybe Dean's totally disagreeing with me here. <laughs> and what would you uh, rate this on a scale of 1 to 20? I would give this a 17. Um, Dean Reigns, a.k.a. Oren Can Fix It, your gnome battlesmith artificer. Also level 8 as of this session. Um, not going to lie. This is actually pretty delicious. Um, I don't get any of what you said with it saying uh, sounds or tastes like a whiskey. Sure, why not? I don't, I don't, I don't know what any of that means. Uh, I just know that when I put this in my mouth, uh, I like it. It's it it doesn't bite super hard on the front end, and um, 
I don't know if I'm going to use this correctly, but I hear you guys say it, so I want to be cool and fit in. Uh, I feel like it has a good finish. Mm, yeah. Oh, that's a word. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to try another little sippy sip here. Yeah, it uh, it doesn't make my head involuntarily shake as I drink it, <laughs> which is usually what happens. Um, that most people don't see. Uh, but I'm actually going to echo what Garrett said uh, in that this is surprisingly really good. I'm not really a rum person by any means, but I really, really like this. Um, smooth, solid finish. Uh, I definitely get the overtones of all of the things that you said. Uh, also 17. It has ingredients in it. <laughs> yeah. There there are things that were made into this in a like good a way. Like a brown color? Yeah. Hey, this is Brando. I play... Shit, who the hell am I playing? <laughs> Morris Croft. Just always Morris Croft. I play Morris Croft. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Croft, your changeling assassin rogue. And uh, I'm level eight also. We're on the same level. And uh, this thing is good, man. This thing is good. It's got a spice to it. Like, that's my initial, when I sip it, It's it's got a little bit of spice. And I it's, is there something sweet in there, too? Sugar cane. It is made out of sugar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really digging it. And it's, it's uh, it doesn't have, like, the burn a lot. I'm not getting a lot of burn in my throat, um, but just a lot of spice in my mouth. What is the proof on this? This is a 40%, so an 80 proof. proof shit. Yeah. I'm really liking this. And I'm, you know, I, I don't drink a lot of rum at all. So um, I'm going to give this a 17 also. Who knew this was a uh, rum podcast? I know, right? Well, we are now. Uh, we don't know yet, actually. Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh, this, oh, I've, my name is a <laughs> words. <laughs> hey, this is Mike Williams. I play Anessin Theen, your friendly neighborhood evocation wizard, you know, level eight. Wood elf. Wood elf. What are, what are the other things that I am? <laughs> All the other attributes and good things that I do. Um, yeah, this, uh, when I think initially when we I knew that the bottle was going to be rum, I've had a couple of rums, neat, but I guess not really a lot since I started really drinking a lot of whiskey neat, but this... This is an amazing product. I, I will I will definitely be buying a, at least one bottle of this. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it's definitely like I think like Garrett said, this is a uh, mainstay uh, for your for your liquor cabinet for sure. Um, it is smooth. There's a little bit of sweetness to it. Uh, of course, the spice. It's you know it's common to rum. Um, I think I mean I can feel a little bit of the of the proof um, after a little after a while, but you definitely don't taste it during the sip for sure. Um, I, I'm going 18 on this. this. Oh, this is definitely up there with some of the best stuff that we've had. I think it's gonna. I think this will be the bottle that make that would be the top rated that we've done right. so far. Oh, uh, I'm gonna let you know now. Even at the numbers. Anything I give it, it's going to be the one of the the, the highest, oh, wow. <laughs> the highest rated one of the bottle. Anyways, hi, this is Owen Landsberg, your evil, malicious. Wow, shit, I can't remember my t- my tagline. Lovingly moist. It's lovingly, lovingly moist. moist. <laughs> Just sopping. Yeah, they're Angel cruel food yeah. cake. All right. 
Hi, I'm Owen Landsberg, your evil, cruel, malicious, but lovingly tender dungeon master. You almost said moist. I almost said moist. <laughs> I'm going to get you to say it. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, to. just like you're going to beat me at chugging beers and chugging and beers. <laughs> I won today! Nope, didn't happen. <laughs> no video proof. Anyways, uh, I really like this. I've always been a rum guy, and that's... Uh, I've always enjoyed really good rums. I mean, like we, before this podcast, we're all talking about like, you know, don't really drink rums neat, but that's because like people, majority of people think of rum as like the Bacardi silvers, the captain Morgans yeah. of the world, which they have their place. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're all delicious stuff, but it's not something like a whiskey where you'd sit down and drink it neat, but you have things like Zacapa or Zaya or even this that I've always enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed I it, I get the the whiskey for there's a lot of oak to it because it is up to 12 years aged. I get you guys remember when like your mom she'd make like kind of like mold spice wine and she had those like oranges and she'd put like cloves in the orange. Yeah, like a Christmas yeah. thing. Yeah, the Christmas stuff. I don't Dude, know. I was thinking that same thing. It kind of has that like it has that like and Garrett you said it that nice orange zesty finish, but there's a, a little bit of spice in there that's almost mm-hmm. like clove like. They kind of reminds reminds me of not necessarily the taste of that cider or mold wine whatever it was, but like the smell of it. And that's mm. like that smell of it tastes like this. And I really like it. Um I'm going to give this, and this was weird. Like, this is our first non-whiskey product. Obviously, we did that chartreuse for my birthday. We also we did, did the sake. sake with Dean, too. Oh, that's right. And sake yeah, with Dean. Yeah, we different stuff. Shit, I forgot yeah. about that. <sighs> this is going to be the highest. This is our one. first, like, staple other liquor. Yeah, staple like other liquor. Like a classic liquor, liquor. Yeah. yeah. And I think for the next couple episodes, we'll be doing some different stuff, too. So this is a highest rated by 11 points. The, one, the wow. next one underneath it is 74. Wow. Is that chartreuse? That's the chartreuse. And that is chartreuse. Yes. Gosh, so weird. Do, do any of us really like whiskey? <laughs> uh, something... I can confirm I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Before we begin this week's adventure, I need to give a special shout out to BattleBards.com. BattleBards specializes in creating the coolest and best sound effects and ambient music on the market for your tabletop experience. They have thousands, if not tens of thousands, of files ready to go at your fingertips for you to use as either a dungeon master or even as a player. And they have so graciously donated some of their library to Hammered in Helios. So from now on, whenever you hear a Nessun cast a spell, or Ignath shoot his bow, or any of the other cool sound effects you'll be hearing, you'll know it's from BattleBards.com. Late morning, the 27th day of Palum. Ignath, the new champion of the Red Colosseum, slayer of Dython, killer of the Hag, destroyer of Felgolos, and protector of Divana, stood in the arena. Lyric Tain, Supreme Leader Igor, and Supreme Leader Draven came down to congratulate him. It was during that conversation that Ignath informed Draven that Igor allows a magical healing inside the Colosseum, which is against the decrees of Emrius. In anger, Draven left and told Igor he would be at the Temple of Emrius waiting for him. Why did Dython continue to attack Ignath after the bracelet had been cut off? 
What did he mean by tell Drudge I'm sorry? And why did he tell Ignath that his mission is now Ignath's? With one task done, now they must plan the heist of stealing the new slave callers from the Death of Gold ship that is tonight at midnight and deliver them to Scratch. Lyric and Igor are now chasing after Draven. You are alone in the arena as the crowds are cheering you on. They're throwing roses. There's some gold links coming at you. What do you want to do, Ignath? Somebody pick up the gold links for me, or do I have to personally do that? Well, uh, the rest of the party's in the stands, and you know it is illegal for someone to jump from the stands into the arena. I was wondering if they had like a link boy, like a, like a ball boy, but for gold links. No, the please. It's the Red Coliseum. You're going to have to get it all yourself. Oh, okay. I guess I'll go get the gold. Okay. That'd be, you know, I feel like it's dumb to leave yeah, that. Definitely. Um, while you, Ignath, are going to get the gold, you do notice a magical shimmer to Dython's spear. Oh. I guess I'll grab this spear as well. All right. So this spear is a plus two Aurorum spear. And Aurorum is a magical living gold-like metal. Aurorum will mend itself back to whole after being broken within one round, no matter how broken it is. So if like someone takes their sword, cuts it in half at the start of your next turn, Ignath, it will have reformed into its spear shape again. Aurorum is considered silver, and as well, it has the major returning property. Which means, because if you notice, if you remember from last session, whenever he threw the spear... The spear wouldn't come back to him. It would just magically form back into his hand. Nice. So that allows you to throw it multiple times around if you have the ability to do that. He took my whole fucking thing, bar for bar, (laughs) word for word. As well, the spear of Dython, because it is Aurorum, if while not being used, is condensed down into a little metallic cylinder that fits into your hand. With a command magical word, it will then form out into a full spear. Does he get to decide what the word is? Yes. Oh, Ignath, what's it going to be? I don't, I don't know. I don't know yet. It's got to be something super badass. Maybe I'll I'll say it when I want to use it. So if I pick it up, does it like condense? Yes, it does condense down to you. This is an item that you do need to attune to, though. So remember, you can only have three items attuned to you at a time. And as well, it takes one long rest to attune to an item. From grabbing the gold links. I will give like a wave. We'll give like a wave to the crowd. Like a standard ass wave to yeah. you. Like you're not even trying to be a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a, That's how I picture it. <laughs> like awkward. An awkward wave. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you gain 82 gold links. Ooh, wealthy crowd. Yeah. If you remember last session, you got handed a new contract. That states that you are no longer allowed to leave the Colosseum because you are the champion. The champion stays at the Colosseum. But if you remember, you noticed that. Yeah, that it was uh, Lyric had added that in after the fact. Yes. Also, that is not my blood on the contract. Yes. Well, go to go like meet the rest of the party. I had already left. I said at the end of last week that as everyone else was looking around, I I made a beeline right for the exit. Croft, who's from right now, and Anessin, you guys head down towards 
the champion's room where Ignath will be. Oren, let's go to you. So you start beelining it towards the exit of the Coliseum. Were you there, remind me, to see the conversation with Lyric and the Supreme Leaders to Ignath? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Gotcha. So you start beelining it yeah, straight. So the yeah. head came off and you were like, no, where this went. Dust my hands off, said, I got to... I got to see a man about a boat. (laughs) So I have left and I am uh, making my way across town towards the bookie. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I am doing so, I would like to cast a disguise self on myself. Okay. To look like whichever dwarf Brando was. Uh, It was Vane. Okay. The criminal ice dwarf. So the ice dwarf. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've cast disguise self on myself to look like Vane. En route to the bookie. It's a pretty hectic time trying to get out of the Coliseum as it is an upset win. So people are either fighting about it. Some people are in joyous now because Ignath put on a good show. And so you finally get out of the Coliseum. You cast this guy's self. You get to the bookie. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> how much fucking gold do I owe you? Uh, it, it is going to be... <laughs> oh, it's a lot. It's going to be 40,000 gold total. 40,000 So we bet a gold. grand total of 8,000. 8,000. And, and, and it's five, five to one. one. Okay. I did give you 100 on that bet, just so you know. Yeah. So. Oh, is it really 40,000? <laughs> yeah, five times 8,000 is 40. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as I get there... Because uh, I don't think that Corgi came in with me the first time I came in. So he was walking. I wasn't riding him yeah. for this portion. So I'll just have him kind of sit outside. Gotcha. Uh, walk in and uh, what was, what is Vane's dumb accent? Is it Russian? Russian, Russian yeah. yeah. Said, oh, hello, comrade. Yes, I have come for my winnings. Yes. Uh, because it's been like two weeks, I don't remember what the book he sounded like. But uh... I think he sounded like that, the one you just did. My just my normal. Yeah, voice. I think that's what he it's sounded okay, like. Cool. It's just so that his one. name was Owen. Wasn't yeah, it? I believe oh, yeah. it was it's Owen. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you make a cameo. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, and of course, I'd be a fucking bookie. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, hello there, Vane. I've see you've come for your winnings. The upset of the century, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I believe everyone thought it was going to go the other way but me. Old Vane, smart Vane. That's what they called me back in the ice mountains where I come from. <laughs> You're really fucking good at this. <laughs> oh so I do believe you owe me if I, my calculations are correct. It is a one, a two, a three, a four, a five, a six, a seven, eight, nine. <laughs> 10, 11, 12. <laughs> How far are you going to go? I'm, I'm going to let him go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's 40,000 gold. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he loves to count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, but I did want to beat all the crowds here, and, you know, I'm sure you've got a lot of people to pay or take money from, so I figure if I could... I came to empty your coffers so that you could refill them from all the others. Well, Vane, this is the most amount of money I've ever lost in a single bet. But what's fair is fair. And he hands you over a writ that you can take to any bank 
and it is a living writ basically. So it's like you can go in and you go, hey, I need 2,000 gold. And literally the writ, the number will change magically on the writ to say like 38,000 gold. So because 40,000 gold would be something like 800 pounds, like 2,000 pounds or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Because 50 gold links equals one pound. Oh, wow. So do that math. I can't do that math. Yeah, I don't want I don't, to. I don't get the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> so many. It's a lot of pounds. Yeah. Well, well, hey, here's the thing. Owen, it's okay to lose sometimes. Dython learned the hard way. But I will say, that's why I came early. I don't want your reputation to be harmed by something like this. Well, then so. you can get out. Thank you very much for your business. <laughs> if you ever want to, you know... Allow me the chance to earn that money back. Uh, you know who to call, Vane the Ice Dwarf. That's what they call me. <laughs> and out the door I go. I <laughs> you're, you're moving in between this groove and count. <laughs> it's, oh, it's not good. That's, that's, no, it's good. It just is. Uh, it just moves. It's nice. <laughs> Ignath, so you, as you walk into... The hell? You're not even near the mic. Yes. Oh, it's it's picking up. Really? Yeah, very much. Sorry, I'm almost done. <laughs> okay, I won't do that again. It's loud in my head. I didn't know it was loud. I've in the tried mic. talking like four times, guys. Come on. All right. So, oh, sorry. Are you gonna say? Are you gonna say something? Go for it. Go for it. Just, just gonna eat this quick bowl of noodles really fast. <laughs> I got some cereal that I just yeah. poured. Oh, you hear these Rice Krispies? <laughs> I, I'm, I, I didn't even realize it. Ignath, so as you leave the arena area and head down into the Colosseum, you are greeted by a harem of lovely ladies and men of various different races, and that you are now the champion. You can have your way with them. So they start fluttering around you and hugging you, kissing you, rubbing up on you, and attempt to basically drag you into the champion's room. When, uh, cause Ignath will be like swarmed by these women and, and, and men and he'll be, um, very confused on why like anybody wants to do like this. He's just like, it's just another person that we've defeated. Um, no, but you defeated that, Dython the great. Oh, yes. You are now the champion. Yeah. Someone else that we have fought on our way toward victory and becoming one of the dragon blood. Maybe, maybe I monologue <laughs> a lot about my past. Um, so much that they leave. Um, like it's really boring. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. And so they're like trying to grab you time. to fuck yeah. you. And you're You'd like, like to hear yeah. stories of Dython's defeat. Wait until you hear about <laughs> Felgolos. Or like um, you're a D&D nerd in game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell them about how I chopped the arms off of um, what's her face? Uh, Demdike. Demdike. Dem, off of Demdike. Um, give no, me, no. Was, give me a performance check. Is this is this performance? It's, it's performance, yes. Oh man, uh, that is a dirty twenty. So you, Garrett, are trying to play it that Ignath is not being interesting at all. Actually, you will have advantage on this. So let me see what's with advantage, because you are the champion with advantage on my dirty twenty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, 14. Okay. I was going to see if the gods were going to let you do like a double 20. 20. Great. (laughs) So Ignath is normally not a storyteller, but with the adrenaline pumping from the arena and the blood of Dython still on you, you actually kind of channel your inner bard, if you will, and actually start telling interesting stories and tales of your adventures across Helios to the point where these, this harem no longer wants to fuck you. They are actually now like sitting down and listening to your stories in the middle of the Coliseum. And with that, I'll be like, and spread the word of the dragon blood tribe all across of Helios. Croft and Anessin, as you guys are like storming down to try to find Ignath and assuming the worst, he's like, oh man, we don't know where he is. We know like Lyric and Igor and Draven are around. You turn a corner into like the slave pin areas and you just see that. You see like a harem of like, 20 to 30 different people all naked ready to go and just sitting down or kneeling next to Ignath as he's telling the story of how he killed Demdike. And I get excited and I take my clothes off and I sit down yeah. and I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> I'm like, from loves a good story. It's great. It's great as I don't think I know who from is. <laughs> just yeah, like I, said, I just joined so the crowd. This other, this, now there's rock gnome. And Anessin, what do you do when you see this? Oh gosh. And <laughs> you were cracking up over there. Yeah, because I was thinking as he goes in and this harem like approaches him, I was thinking, what if he draws his sword <laughs> and it turns into like that moment from Monty Python, the Holy Grail, and Sir Galahad goes to the castle and all the women are trying to fuck him and then Lancelot busts in. He's like, you're in great peril. And he's like, I think I could handle it. He's like, no, no, there's too much peril. You have to get out. <laughs> this should be the royal spanking. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, Anessa, what are you doing? Yeah, I think in this situation, uh, yeah, so Anessa will walk up uh, to Ignath and say, um, I'm not surprised that a red jaw can even tame a a wild harem of idiots that only want physical attention. Um, well done. Once again, always impressed. Why, thank you. This will certainly be something to tell the tribe about. I've yet to hear a story from an elder like this. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, this will be amongst your many titles. Look at the hair. Like, I, I know what the harem is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, be like, um, and I could have done none of this with the help of my friend Salvador. Um it's like a gesture to Salvador. <laughs> Wait, is he is he a harem member? No, he's he's like the slave master, so he's somewhere. Yeah, it's some, yeah, Salvador. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's around. He's but the one like, who signed the contract. We should all thank Salvador. Uh, the harem then turns, looks at Salvador, and he looks at you, and like, huh? And the harem then charges him because you've commanded them to basically and start to try to have an orgy with Salvador, thanking him for all the help that they, he has given you, Ignath. And Fromm is left behind. And, I uh, and, I, <laughs> and I get up and I like dust myself off and I start putting my clothes on like real casually. I'm like Fromm loves a good story. And then I do, I do want to kind of like get a Nessen. And move a nest over maybe to like where the chambers are, a place that's private. Okay. And I keep um, I keep walking with you. Okay. Like I don't know if you're just getting you don't, up. You don't know who 
Croft is right now. You've never you've never seen this character before. Yeah, I guess I'd be like, could I do a perception check to be like he's with an SN? No, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay, as I'm as maybe he follows us, he'll be like, I thought I dismissed the harem. Do you know this one? Worry not. From as a friend. It's Who's crap. the ice boy now, little bitch? I was trying. He gave me a look. He gave me a look, and I tried to move my hand in a way that said, "I get it." And then that meant clank, clank. <laughs> he literally went, "Oh, grandfather yeah, clock like, over here." Yeah, I got it <laughs> with the hand that has a spoon in it. Yeah, see, that's why I use my fingers. Yeah, you got ice too. There we go. Yeah, but I don't have to crunch it. <laughs> so maybe back to the um. From looks at Ignat. From is a friend. Yeah. From is a friend. Worry not. It's it's Croft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what a reaction. <laughs> well, oh. with, with both of you there, oh. um, I'll then explain to you that they've altered the contract. Um, just to be like, they seem to have added things. I'm not supposed to leave the Coliseum. My blood isn't on it. Perhaps we can sneak out, occupy them in some other way while we take care of our mission. As you say that, you turn and look, and it seems like Salvador is pretty occupied right now. Well, there's no legal binding or magical binding or any means in which they can hold you here. I mean, they can add to the contract, but if you're not the one responsible, we'll let... Old Mr. Responsible <laughs> take the brunt of uh, any holding, you know, holding someone to a contract. Boy, does he look responsible right now. Yeah. <laughs> From thinks we accomplished what we came to accomplish. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I mean are you really, gonna, what yeah. is our destination? I yeah. Think. So where do you guys want to go? Um, so, I mean, it looks like you, it's pretty clear with Salvador being uh, distracted by the harem that you guys can leave. I hear that. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Where do we want to go? Well, we don't really like, have a base of operations, do we? I no. think if we go back to the one place we stayed. Yeah. That that inn. Yes. Yeah. The Iberian pig. The that, Iberian pig, because we have goodwill there. That dank inn, which would maybe be helpful. Yeah. So so, and as I'm walking out, I would like to put up my hood and shift into vain. Gotcha. Okay. So as you all leave the Coliseum and you see from transform into vain. I will have cast Pass Without a Trace as we are walking out. Okay. You guys see another vein walking towards the Coliseum with Corgi next to him. So as I see the group uh, walking towards me, I will uh, wave out over my head very, very, uh, very wildly, and I will uh, drop my disguise. So I'll look back at uh, regular Orin. Uh, and as I drop the disguise, I'll hop back up on top of Corgi as I'm walking Harness, you know, buckle myself back into my harness, and I'll say, Well, uh, Ichnath, congratulations on your victory. Uh, I too seem to have won. Croft, you will never believe this. The odds shifted at the last minute back four to one in favor of Dython. Never, never would have guessed such a wild thing. Uh, but I did pick up that writ, so I do have our winnings, but. Ah, uh, Fromm isn't aware of any odds changing. 
Perhaps Oren got the numbers mixed up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. We won big. Five to one, baby. We're rich. Oren and From are rich. Well, you know, Oren mostly, but From too. <laughs> <laughs> and Ignath, you, you, you said 100, right? Is that what your bet was? Yes. Uh, 500 to Ignath. All mm, right. The plight of the working man. <laughs> so I take my fraction of a percentage of what they've made. <laughs> for um, after defeating the person do you, because you do get paid for winning by the coliseum via your contract do you want to go collect that or are you going to bypass that i'll let that sit okay yeah, yeah it's not gonna be so we have yet. this writ like yeah i'll get like the tenth of a percent or whatever yeah. that the 360 deal that i signed yeah. was so what does this writ do you take it to a bank or something yeah so there's so is it anywhere in the world or just anywhere in, in the court? world? Yeah. Okay, so okay. the the banking system in Helios is ran by the Church of Be- uh, Biltwix, the the it, the gnomish god. Yeah, yeah. So there are their their temples are banks. So yeah, if you could just go to a temple of Biltwix, it's considered a bank. Okay. And there's these writs that you can write, and it literally is magical writs that are non reproducible, like they cannot be replicated. Oren, perhaps we should hold on to the writ until after adventure is over. But we should celebrate! A big meal, perhaps, is in order. Something scrumptious. We, well, well, uh, well, I mean, all of our, all of my money is in the writ, so unless that someone is treating uh, initially. But yes, we should totally celebrate before we get back to business, which is, unfortunately, right back at it tonight. Ichnath, no, no rest ahead for you, my friend. I apologize. We are... Off to steal something for a rat, if I believe. Yes, we are, we are absolutely going to rest. We have eight hours. It's it's it's, it's mid- morning. midnight. Yeah, so it's like oh, eleven a.m. and at midnight, the death of gold is supposed to show up in Cork. So right. This is this is Ichnath. Uh, also, this was as you guys can maybe see. Ichnath has some sc- some cuts on him from this battle. He is have, not. He is not like six HP. Good to go. No, not six HP, but it's like. But like this was first thing in the morning, right? You woke up. You it's rolled, eleven a.m. Yeah, you rolled out of bed and went and fought to the death. Yeah, first thing, and hey now man, it's like, all it, right, well, time for lunch. Ignat <laughs> doesn't play, man. <laughs> yeah. Just another day. So in Helios, if you go to notable restaurants or shops, they will have a look like a mater d or like a cleric of Biltwix that's there that can literally charge the writ like a credit card. So, like, you don't have to mm. always go to the bank, but you have to go to notable places. Not every single place will have something like that. Like, you never saw one at the top notch. Right. Well, while some of us were making money and hoping to celebrate, some of us have been working this morning. <laughs> My friend, I have I, – I, I don't want to split hairs here, but I want to think I've helped bankroll our adventure at this point. So now – we don't have to stay at these shitty dank inns with uh, the, the floorboards wet, reeking of the smell of the man next to us rotting in his sleep. We can stay at the finest hotels with service hand and foot. And They'll, have the finest meals. Yes, the finest meals. That's uh, we, we, we all had a job to play, and uh, I want to think that I played mine very well. Frum hasn't had seafood in a while. And from hasn't had seafood in a while, as as he has told us. 
Well, let us treat our champion to the finest dinner and hotel that oh, he's God. seen. I could see how date. this is going to go. From um, thinks you'll love Ig- crab cakes. Ignath, what do you want to eat to celebrate? Just because one is dying next to you does not mean that they are worth less than someone who carries more links on their belt. The Iberian pig has people that we have paid and may help us keep a low profile as we move throughout the city. This is something I've done in Seraph before where maybe you don't need to be known. You go to those who know you to trust that they do not share the word. Upon hearing that, uh, my jovial mood kind of fades a bit, obviously. My, my face goes a bit more serious. and um, Ignat, I 100% understand what you're saying, and that is not lost on me. I'm just saying from time to time, it's okay to enjoy ourselves. I realize who are looking for us. I realize that... Keeping a low profile is going to benefit us, but, you know, from time to time, it's okay to, uh, I believe I heard this once, treat yourself. Treat yourself, ooh. Uh, yes, the god of Zisa Nazari, uh, <laughs> <laughs> his common prophecy. Ignath, this, uh, through propaganda, this man has benefited off of the sweat of your brow. Let him treat you in the ways of his tradition and what he sees as a celebration and such a great achievement. Perhaps Frum has an idea. If we can't go to the party, then perhaps Frum can bring the party to you, Ignath. (laughs) I I don't know if that's the example of keeping it low-key. The Um, eyes of Cork are upon us. I understand. We'll call this a rain check on a celebration. Once uh, House Tain is taken care of and the threat has been subdued, rain, we celebrate. Rain checks. I'm not sure of that sort of currency, but I'm sure we will. Uh, we will. We we can you, we can check on the rain at another point. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. The clouds have moved in. I understand. As, as the clouds say, <laughs> Dython sucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys left the Coliseum, let's say, around 1130. You know, the fight started at 11 after everything was said and done around 1130. As you're making your way through the city, you noticing that it's a little less busy because people are still in the Coliseum. It's midday, so there's more fights going on. Even though Dython made it where your guys' fight was the first of the day, they're still going on with the rest of the fights. They opened with the headliner? Yeah, Dython demanded it. That's one of the things you guys made happen. I'd like to say the headliner really takes a new meaning here with Dython. What a dumb idiot. (laughs) Gosh. Anyways. Because I uh, cut his head off. No. (laughs) (laughs) Make your way towards the Iberian Pig. It gets to be about 1230 because it takes about an hour to get there. And eventually, like you get when you guys get there, you notice it is around lunchtime. So there is a lot of people at the Iberian Pig. The owner bento is there and you could tell that the money that you guys have given has already gone to use you can see that he's hired some staff now to like clean the place up a little bit he has some new chairs some new silverware some new tables so in the few hours you've been gone you can see that the money he's using is actually going to use to repair the place and make it better the smell is a little bit more tolerable i did write down that Oren, you gave him the gold by the way 
So you did this. Just letting you know. Yes. Yeah. So you guys walk up. Bento immediately yes. sees you guys. And even the food uh, smells a little bit better. If you remember, like, even the food, it wasn't that, like, it was better than it should be. Bento knows what he's doing. And you guys, uh, so you walk up. Bento immediately recognizes you all again. He's like, oh, Orin, Ignath. Who are you right now? Are you vain? Who are you? Vain or from? from are you allowing me to transform by the time we get to the yeah, Iberian Pigs? Yeah, I would be hour. Croft by this point. Croft, okay. Croft, and then Anessin. Oh, it's so good to see you guys again. What? What's What's new? And as he turns, he looks at you, Ignath, and sees just the blood seeping from your wounds and everything. He's like, um, do you need a, doc- he, he a just, doctor? He just fell down. He just needs to rest, you know. Well, your rooms are still available if you need it. Thanks. I'm not even talking to him. Sure. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I appreciate that. Um, I, th- I think we're just going to get Ignath to the room and some rest. And, um, you know, if you could have some food brought up, um, that would be great. I will. Uh, I'll give 15 gold coin to Bento. Okay. Um, just to be like, we did well today. Yeah. And give him the 15 gold coin. And then just say, like, if we could keep our stay here discreet. Wink. I think I said wink out loud. <laughs> wink. Uh, he looks down at you, Orin, confused a little bit, and then looks up at Ignath. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to tell anybody, but you all have not been discreet whatsoever. So I'd be like, maybe you could tell everyone this. <laughs> We were never here! <laughs> and, yeah, they just cheer because they don't know what you're saying, but yeah! And Bento leaves and starts pouring a round of mead, and uh, before he does that, though, he hands each one of you a whole bottle of mead as a thank you for your gifts, and you guys can go up to your room. What would you all like to do? We have one room together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perhaps now would be a good time to form a plan for the heist tonight. Before any plans are formed, Anessa and I was wondering if you could help me with this wound I have. As to which, oh, yeah. this is how I picture it be, is I would have some sort of like deep wound from the spear. I don't know what it takes to help with this, but I have disadvantage on constitution throws permanently off of a critical Yep. I don't know what that takes to heal that. So it's going to maybe ask the group for some help there if we could do this um, before going to have to find Bermud again. Go all the way back to Seraph. We know he can solve problems. (laughs) What is that considered that he has? A condition. That's a condition. It is a condition. Yeah, so I don't know what it I don't I don't know. I don't have healing spells. Um <laughs> Ignath, I believe I could be of some assistance. That I mean that did look kind of nasty as we were walking over, but you'll forgive me. I'm a little bit uh out of my uh out of my wits right now. I'm a bit on cloud nine. However, I, I apologize that I haven't given you the consideration I should have, friend. If you'll sit down, let me let me take a look at that and I'll see and I'll say, Oh, God, this looks awful. Um, you I'll... should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's right. this is, don't that's, apologize for RPing. That's fucking awful. I hate it, but I love it. Uh, okay, so I will... Uh, I, I'm going to take out a couple canisters from my bag. 
uh, and I'm going to rub some metal shavings together, and they're going to heat up, and I'm going to say, this is going to hurt just a little bit, and I'm going to press them into the, into the wound, and I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration. Okay. Which, so it'll heat up, and it's going to cauterize the wound to keep to stop it from bleeding. You stop the bleeding from happening, but unfortunately, it is not powerful enough to remove that condition. Anessin. Appreciate it, You feel a click, kind of like a psychic connection go back on in your head. You can. Uh, in order for you to say that to her, you have to talk out loud. It's not a so. Yeah. Everybody, you just turn and Anessin now has just said this. Uh, what was that, Anessin? It's it's Dim Dyke. She's she's in my head. I should have cut her head off as well. That that could have been beneficial. I'm sorry. Did you say that Dim Dyke is in your head? Well, yeah, so um, we've kind of merged. As you can see, my physical appearance. You've merged? Well, uh, yes, to a degree. What else are you hiding from us, Anessin? I am offended. How long has this been going on? And you just haven't said anything? No, he's back. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the only thing that I've never told you before. Yes, well, well, uh, does, and what what is this, what is happening with you now? D- just give me a moment. I'm, I'm working on something here. <laughs> he says I am in your mind, but I am in so much more than just that. Oh, just go back to the part where you said you could help. Demdike, what do you want? What is she, she saying, Anessin? She's in your butt, dude. <laughs> I can heal him. I have the power to heal him. What? Like I've told you before, we could be like a team, you know, like Starsky and Hutch, me and you, you know, going (laughs) out. Starsky and Hutch? Just two great wood elves. Two famous wood elves. (laughs) Two great magic users that would go on hijinks around the world, solving problems, me and you. Ah, even I know of Starsky and Hutch and the Dragon Bloodlands. (laughs) Remember when I was like, well, this is going to be a little bit more of a serious podcast. It's great as Starsky and Hutch are now in canon. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, Ben Siller, Owen Wilson, if you want to come on and cameo Starsky and Hutch, you're uh, welcome to do that. So why don't you just give in? I mean, you know, we could roll this thing out. You know, I, I've I've, gra- I've gained some stats, you know, so you, you, that might be a little scary to you. Um, but yeah, just, just give me your power and I will honor your name. See, the thing is, I just don't believe you. I know when you're lying, I hear your thoughts. So don't try to fool me. 
I, I promise there is no fooling here. I will honor your name. I will use your abilities to make this world a better place. And what do you mean by honor my name? I'm destined to do great things and change the course of the world. And I am studying to become whatever I need to do those things. So you can be a part of that history or you cannot. Interesting. Give me a persuasion roll. That's not a good one. Yeah. That's a 10. 10. All right. I enjoy your arrogance, your hubris, your passion, your pride. It is nice to have someone who thinks so highly of themselves. But I will help, but for a favor. What is that? Any moment I choose, I get to be in control for one whole minute. That is not something that I'm willing to give up. Then I guess this conversation is over. Till next time. And you feel that click kind of go off and Demdike is gone. So what is this? You're possessed by a hag now? Is that that's what's happening? Yes. You dabble in the arcane arts and sometimes things blow up. But we will figure this out. I will eat and then take my long rest. All right. So while the long rest is happening, I would like to... Uh, oh, actually, I do want to show Orn the spear. Like, what is this? Aurorum. If you check your Facebook, I, I sent you the uh, screenshot of it. So Aurorum, A-U-R-U-R-U-M. Which is funny because we're drinking rum and rum is in the title of this metal. Is this a dax based weapon? Is it like finesse? It is, yeah, so it is a spear and spears in my world are can be dex based. So yeah, they are finessable weapons. Through. Okay. This guy thinks he's Oberon over here. I'll, I'll show it. I'll, I'll, I'll hand it to Orem before I go to sleep. Okay. Um, just to be like, maybe, I don't know if I can find use of this yet, but I thought it would interest you. And I'll go to sleep. I'll say that. I'll, I'll hand it to you, but I'm also like like a quick sleeper. Super yeah. quick. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, so he just hands it to me and falls asleep. Yeah, super, like Thank comfortable God. anywhere. Uh, this, this, yep, this seems fantastic. I, I will take a look at it. So six hours goes by. It's around 7 p.m. now. And Ignath, you wake up. You are fully healed, but you still have the condition the constitution disadvantage on constitution saving saves constitution saving saves wow constitution saving throws constitution saving saves saving saves right, baby yeah <sighs> thank you for all letting me rest um you guys will notice my wounds are all perfectly healed in that amount of time and um 
except for my bleeding wound. Um, but uh, I then will take out the uh, the bracelet. Um, and I'll be like, this was on Dython. Once I removed his hand and took it, he he was different, but still wanted to die. Um, maybe we could learn something from it. And I will give it to basically like Orin and Anessa. And it's like, this is magic stuff. Uh, yeah, both of you make arcana checks, please. Tim. <laughs> you stupid idiot. 12. <laughs> Uh, Flash of Genius. Um, I'm going to look at both of you <laughs> with my 22. I just rolled on my Arcana. What? Are you proficient in Arcana? I am. That's right. You are. <laughs> um, and as I set it down, I will say, well, of course, you know this is. Um, Ignath, you notice that the bracelet is an actual like mini version of the slave collars inside Cork. It 100% is real and it does work. The arcane runes on it are empowered, and they do what they're supposed to do. So they've made a smaller version. This checks out what could be a bracelet for Dython. Could have been a necklace for someone of my type. I suppose so. Either way, it checks out the way that we assumed that Dython was under control. Um, So he was not the traitor that... um, Scratch thought he was. He said he was sorry and that it was my job to carry on his place. Though I I did not want to kill him, he asked for it. He did not stop fighting. I can imagine living with that amount of guilt may have been too much for him to bear. Our goal at the Coliseum was for the Beastkin to... Trust you to see you as a champion, to see that we are on their side. So perhaps we succeeded at that. Well, before we leave, we need to ask the innkeeper if there are any street rats, any urchins. I don't like that. Who want to earn a couple silver lengths. Yeah, I'll do that. What's his name? Bento. 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 Uh, I want to go up to Bento. Wow, no one's going to go off that Aladdin? All right, mm. cool. Sweet. <laughs> we got I didn't know if that was Aladdin. I don't know if that was that you were like, I don't uh, like the word urchin. I'm like, know. it's in the player's if handbook, man. <laughs> they looked closer. Listen, I'm sure you know some children who have to steal to eat and have to eat to live. <laughs> we're looking for a crowd of ruffians who, for a handful of silver, would go down to the docks at midnight and will cause a stir. Uh, a little bit of a fire, a vandalism, uh, just a little bit of chaos. Nothing too much, but enough to get the attention of the dock workers and guards. Would you know these types of children who we could speak to? Is there a place near the docks? Maybe not at the docks that they would do so. Maybe adjacent to the docks. <laughs> at the yeah. end of the docks. Dock adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> dock adjacent. <laughs> Bento looks up at you, Croft. This is a place where I try to keep people away from trouble. You've been in Cork only a few days, but I'm sure you can see. Bento, my friend, I assure you our goal is to not get anyone in trouble. It's quite the opposite. This will help to keep people out of trouble. We just wish to transfer a little bit of wealth in the hands of a little bit of people who will do a little bit of help. Persuasion at advantage. I just I just upped my charisma. 
So that is a uh, 18, baby. He looks over to a corner and you see what looks like a little gang of street kids. Uh, you see there's about a dozen of them and they're picking away. They're laughing. They're playing a game of Dyson bones. And you can see that like he points you in the direction. It's like those would be the kids. So I walk over and. Um, hey, what's up, mister? I hold out uh, a, a little coin bag. I say, which one of you would be the ringleader of this little group? You see a little kid, he's wearing a purple vest and he has a little red f- hat on. Yes, yes. You with the monkey. <laughs> I, I knew it would be you. How would you and your friends like to earn a little links tonight? Hey, mister, look here, okay? You, we, we may be kids, but we know these streets pretty well, okay? You tell us what you need, I'll tell you the price. You and all your friends at the docks, midnight, causing quite a ruckus. How much of a ruckus are we talking about here? We want the dock workers, the guards, everyone looking at you. Hmm. Uh, And which docks are we going? Because there's a lot of docks here in Cork. The docks where we need to go, Owen. (laughs) The fucking docks. I don't know. You know, the docks. The east docks. We're going to the east docks. East docks, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Midnight docks. He turns and looks at his friends. You can see they like they squander, like squabble for a minute. 2,000 gold links. 2,000 gold. Mm -hmm. I've seen the money you spend here. I know you can afford it. Um... And he like he so he's like a little kid, so he's only like, you know, maybe like four and a half feet, and he just puts his hand out. Money, please. <laughs> Croft is an assassin. He's not above killing a child. <laughs> so what I, I will kill you. Yeah. yeah. Make that known. Yeah. Like, don't get fucking bullied by this child. I want to take my coin back. You I... lied to these grown men for a year straight. <laughs> Stone faced. Yeah. And this child is gonna bully you? I want to take my uh, little bag and I'm going to put in um, 10 gold coin uh, links. And I'm going to cinch it up and I'm going to pull my sword and I'm going to put the bag on the side of my sword and I want to hold it out to him and I want to lean in and say, whether it's you or another group of kids matters not to me, but listen, child, here is your offer. You will take it, you will do what I say, and we will speak no more of this. And I want to intimidate him. Yeah, like give I am, me intimidation. Yeah. Is there any way I can convince you to let me do it at advantage? No. Ah, no. Okay, okay, okay. These are, these are kids from the slum. Like, uh, a, a dagger is not enough to give you advantage on the intimidation. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a 22. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, <laughs> it's a 22? Yeah. The light 22. So you see his demeanor instantly change. So the entire group, they were trying to act like, you know, tough little kids. And then they all change to kind of like, you know, like a distraught puppy look at you. And it's like, oh, okay, I mean. And he like just grabs the the gold and there's 12 of them and you gave him 10 gold. So he's like. You see him hand out the 10 gold and doesn't give one to himself. And there's like his best friend. He goes, we'll get the next one. And I look around 
and I and I point my swing my, the point of my sword through all of them. Midnight, East Docks, quite a ruckus now. Little ringleader looks at you and goes, "We heard you the first like four times you said that." And I lean over and I like scruff his hair up, you know, like, oh, you kids are adorable. And I walk away. Okay. As you turn and where are the other rest of you in this scenario? I was going to ask the same question. Yeah, I feel well, like we're still at the bar. I feel like we just watched Croft go do this. Is okay. this inside or outside? It's inside. It's inside the Iberian pig. Then if I may, I, I would have Bento, if you've got just a spare spoon. Yeah, he sure, you thank a, you. Thank yeah. you so, so, so much. And I'm going to take it, and I want to close my eyes, focus on the spoon, and uh, I, I'm going to take it out, stand up from my stool, hop over, run to the kids, say, use this. Help. I don't know. Maybe scream about a dead body that you found. And I'm going to hand them the spoon, and the spoon just kind of reeks like it smells like a dead rotting corpse and i've uh used my artificer's tinkering to make this spoon smell like a big old dead body as like you make your way through the crowd or like everyone's like oh gosh like what is this the kids even like the little ringleader puts it into the pouch that the um that croft gave the gold links to them in and it's like that's a good idea as he like looks down at you. <laughs> well, what can I say? I had a flash of genius. All right, next week, kids. See you back here. Same <laughs> bat yeah, time, yeah, same yeah. bat channel. So, Croft, as you turn away from the kids. Orn comes running up. You make dead eye contact with Bento, and he looks a little concerned. Hmm. Time to mind his fucking business. <laughs> We're trying to do hood rash. Right? Thank, <laughs> thank you. Let me do hood rash, my friends. Um, I want to walk up to... I'm going to walk up beside Bento, and uh, I'm going to... Is he at the bar or something? Yeah, he's at the bar serving guests of the Iberian pig. I'll take a shot. Quick shot of uh, some sort of spirit you have, Bento. Angrily, he kind of like grabs a bottle really quick, slams a shot glass down, opens it up, and like pours something for you. Bento, what did you you order exactly? What did you order? Spirits. Just spirits. Okay. Something like a whiskey. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, rum, actually. Of rum? Okay. Uh, really spicy, sweet rum. Graham, yeah, all right. Bento, you care about the plight of the Beastkin, is that correct? Yes. Well, in that regard, our goals are similar. Our methods might look a little non-traditional, but trust us. We will make change in cork, if you trust us. Yes, but... I told you that this place was a safe haven. That I try not to... I try to have an establishment where people can come and be happy. And be joyous. And not a place where people get knives pulled on them, especially towards kids. Well, I throw back the shot. And it is absolutely disgusting spoiled rum. It does not taste good. Yeah. 
And I smile. Give me a constitution save. <laughs> I'm not drinking so, that rum. Into <laughs> piss. Uh, it's a four. Yeah, you uh, try to keep getting words out, but you are near retching as the flavor and the stench of this spoiled, like, uh, gro- it's basically like spoiled grog. And yeah, it does not taste good. So you're like, it's like, it's like you're trying to like hold it down. Yeah. I don't know if I can say anything after that. If you're going to make me throw up, I'm like, uh, Play it cool. So a, a four was pretty low, but I was gonna, yeah. if it was going to be three or lower, I was going to say you were going to just fucking just go after it. So you can take a couple seconds. As I was gonna say, I take a deep breath to compose yourself, yeah. and then you can continue. I assure you, one day soon, all of the children of Cork will be able to be happy and safe more than they ever have been. Bento pours you another shot of that spoiled grog. Give me an intelligent saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stupid enough to do it again? Yeah. You eat that cat poop. You I, eat that cat poop. I rolled a two. It looks delicious. <laughs> Many people have come here before and have said similar things. I don't care about big picture because the chance of that ever happening happening is very slim. I care for the day-to-day here in Cork, on this side of town. And but, now these kids don't feel safe in my establishment. Bento, my friend, not only will your establishment be safe, but all of Cork will very soon. You'll remember that this was a day that your establishment was graced by Croft and the Copper Boys. <laughs> It's Ignath and the Copper oh, Boys. <laughs> and the champion. Yeah. Have I made my way back yeah. to the bar? Do I hear this conversation? Yeah, you hear this conversation. I, I, didn't, I didn't actually say that, by the way. That's uh, I feel like yeah. that's... <laughs> Bento, we have done our best to be shepherds of goodwill. We have helped provide to make sure that your establishment can continue to help support the day-to-day here in Cork. No threat was made to any child. We have a mission, and no revolution comes easily. And if a child wants to help us, and uh, I don't think you heard the conversation, asks for an exorbitant amount of gold, this is just establishing boundaries. A revolution that is based on threatening children is not a revolution that I want to be a part of. Your ends do not justify your means. Here is a welcoming place. If a little 12-year-old boy asking for an exorbitant amount of money offends you that much, where you have to pull a knife on him, then maybe you aren't welcome in my establishment meant anymore you gave us gold out of goodwill i do not owe you anything for it i have given you delicious food i have given you mead as a thank you for it but if you are going to continue to threaten little kids here 
Croft, did you did you threaten the child? It it seemed like from my vantage point, I know it's generally a little bit lower than everyone else's, uh, but it seemed like from my vantage point that you just placed the gold on the tip of the sword and held it his way. I didn't see you place a dagger to anyone's neck. I didn't see you draw it in a threatening manner. Bento, I, f- I feel you may be overreacting, my friend. Perhaps Bento is un- unfamiliar with threats of the serious kind. Uh, we hmm. kill him. <laughs> oh, this could go... Okay. I will say this, Bento. We have paid you for your discretion and for your hospitality. And you can disagree with our methods. But one thing is for certain, your methods have changed nothing in Cork. The plight of the people is still the way it has been for generations. But now we are here, and you can question our methods, but very soon you will see our results. Now remember the coin, the links that we gave you for discretion, and honor that agreement. That is not what I have been talking about. I am a man of my word. You asked to keep it quiet here. I have not said anything to anyone. Let's keep it that way then, Bento. We have business to attend. Please, gentlemen, we must go. Tonight will be your last night here at the Iberian Pig. Tomorrow morning, you are no longer allowed here. The four of you can leave. Because if you don't believe this... And he pulls out a knife from behind the counter. <laughs> pulls out a gun. He pulls out a gun. <laughs> he pulls out a knife behind the counter and just points it at you, Orin. This doesn't seem like I'm trying to convey a message to you. You pulled that in a threatening manner. Hey, you know what? Let's not split hairs. Ben We're not welcome here. Thank you for your uh, – thank you for – Having us, thank you for hosting us. Thank you for, you called it great food, I'll call it food. Uh, Enjoy the gold links as a donation to please, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, continue to do well for these people. They need it. They deserve it. Uh, But we will take our business elsewhere. Thank you. You may not believe me when I say this, Bento, but Cork needs more men like you. We'll see you again soon. And I depart. Ignath and Essen with flair. I slammed the fucking door closed, too. <laughs> Fuck you, Bento. Uh, I'll, I'll put five more gold down on the, uh, on the bar, and I'll just be like, one day you'll start to think in the bigger picture, and that'll be it. Otherwise, when you pull out the knife, I want to be like, Bento, we will kill you here and now. <laughs> we'll fucking <laughs> so, murder you, dude. We got yeah. an orc oh, over wait, here. Wait, wait, so, po- so his point was Put right? Put that shit away. <laughs> a dagger at somebody? It's a little weird and intimidating and threatening? Like, you take it as, like, But a, we're a, not a children. Advice? We'll murder you. <laughs> no. I've got it. Hold on. I've got to wholeheartedly disagree with that. The way that Croft presented it in to Dean as a person was like, yo, that's a cool way to fucking hand a, da- a bag is, of gold. You're, so you're right, it is, but Brandon chose to roll intimidation, which means that he is trying to intimidate didn't the you, children. Didn't you ask him to roll intimidation? No. No, I wanted to. Okay, sorry, I missed yeah. that part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, I'm sorry. That's the thing. I if, was trying to spook him. Yes, he was trying know. to spook him, and that's and Bento is protecting So I'm over here fighting for you on some false pretenses? Oren, we're friends now. Look at us <laughs> on the same side of an argument. It's character development. 
What an arc. Man. What an arc. Just Bento, the last one who drew a weapon against me. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking dead, Bento. Sorry, Ignath, you put five more gold links down on the counter. counter. And what did you say? said, maybe soon you'll start to see the bigger picture. There can be no bigger picture if there aren't people like me taking care of the small ones. Pinto, unfortunately, I, I believe that there was a, a misunderstanding, and I do appreciate um, all that you are trying to do. And while we, it seems we may need to part ways, uh, and there are some hard feelings, I I want to continue. I, I want to continue. I want you to continue to doing the good that you're doing. And Anessa will hand him a small pouch of a hundred gold. I do not try to judge people based off who they associate with, but I do not get a good feeling from Croft. Well, all of us come from from different places. And our experiences will shape who we are and and what we need to do when we want to get things done. Croft is well-intentioned, and while he may have chosen to get his way in, an, in a way that you don't approve of, I, I do believe that he has the best interest of your patrons and the people of the city at heart. And I, I do believe that is personal to him. Um, maybe one day you will be able to understand where he is coming from. Um, regardless, I, I know that... This city, I know that regardless of whether or not our paths cross again, your influence will be known throughout all of Helios. His demeanor change. Uh, actually, persuasion check before I decide. Persuasion check. At hundred, advantage. It's like a hundred gold help at all on that persuasion. At advantage, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a ten. His demeanor changes a little bit. He seems a little less tense at this. He does take the 100 gold from you. I am I am sorry for acting so rashly, but this is my house. This is my home. These are my people. This is my society. This is what I've chosen to do with my life, is help these people as much as I possibly can. And it's unsettling when someone pulls a knife, especially against children. He may have well intentions, and I've seen many of people here in the Iberian Pig do worse things. But boundaries must be set. Rules must be followed. As long as they're good and honest rules. Cork doesn't have many. But here I try to. It is that sentiment that is the reason why you will continue to do great things. I implore you to always uh, 
be evaluating what it is that you are expecting of people and what it is that you need to provide for people. Like I said, people like Croft, they are shaped because of their experiences and their ways of doing things are a little bit different. You will continue to run into those people. I've uh, ran into many a few here. I get it, but but most of the time my people do that here. They aren't from well-off homes. They're not coming in and offering hundreds of gold like you all are. You all came in in good faith and well-mannered, and I honored that, and I thank you for that. But it's when things turn south and people have been chanting your guys' name and thanking you all for the rounds and the drinks and helping me upgrade this place a little bit. People look up to you here and when in just a short time, it's, but you cannot pull a dagger on children. Well, I assure you that all heroes in any moment will disappoint you. They will do something in a moment of frustration or great need that is outside of their true character. It is up to you to determine whether or not that hero is still worth celebrating. If Croft can do what he says, then people will be cheering his name in Cork to the end of times. We're not concerned with our names being shouted or remembered but we will change the city. I hope so. We can use it. Anessin, thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your donation. I need to get back to serving my people here. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for your hus hospitality. And uh, like I said, May our paths cross again, but if they don't, I am sure to hear of your great deeds. As well, uh, per your guys' request, I have made sure that you all staying here and being here has not left this place. Thank you. Anessa, let's go! We have things to do! I am on my way. So you make your way down towards the docks. You can see that the kids are looking around and scouting out what would be the best distraction as well. But things seem a little off about the docks that you guys are at. You do know that this is the east side docks is where the Death of Gold ship will be coming in around midnight. But it seems like this dock has heightened security around it, where you see not only city guards, but also some of the Tain army themselves at the docks patrolling around. So you know that this shipment is very important and Lyric wants it for sure. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hammered in Helios, a proud podcast of the Helios Network. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Feel free to follow us on Instagram or Reddit at Hammered in Helios, or subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. We are also now posting on TikTok at Hammered in Helios, where I, your evil, cruel, malicious, but lovingly tender Dungeon Master, we post in a lot about the world and even giving Dungeon Mastering tips. Also, a special shout-out, as always, to Marco Ajiro for our absolute banger of a song, 20 Ways to Die. Find him on Instagram at the Marco Ajiro. Our next episode will be releasing on October 12th. In that episode, we review Teeling Small Batch Rumcast Whiskey. Now, let's get hammered.